That's my jam right there. Draft Brewed Blast, Milwaukee's favorite premium beer. More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. Bavarians is for your man and you too. Old Leibs tastes good like a beer should. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to the Unfiltered Gentlemen. That's right. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for listening. We are the Unfiltered Gentlemen. Cheers. Welcome in. I am Greg. I'm being joined by the flexilence of flexicution, the flexicutioner himself. I'm just here to remind everybody that I'm the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, Greg. I very much appreciate that. Uh, that makes me happy, and I love old school wrestling references. And joining me in person, we're going to call this a hybrid podcast of sorts. Is uh, the other third of the Dream Team, Deb? How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming back around. We got tweeted recently that uh, Flex and Deb were the were the perfect combo on the show. So yeah, all right. I'm just going to say the Dream yeah, Team I'm, is I'm here. Feeling everybody. a little bit left out, you know, that I'm not with you guys, but uh, you know, very excited to be on here tonight. Well, I'm sad that uh, you couldn't make it in. It was a short drive, but you were like, I just can't make it in tonight. So Yeah, my plane uh, three- was out of fuel. Uh, <laughs> just couldn't do it. Gas up that G6 <laughs> and get on out here. <laughs> so welcome in, everybody. If you're new to the show, grab a beer, hang out with us. It's, uh, it's going to be a good time. And if you're one of our beer friends that's been around for a while, welcome back. Hope you're very well hydrated. Uh, don't forget when you're on the socials to tag us and hashtag show us your beers so we can see what y'all's is drinking out there. Uh, rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, how it is you get your pods. And shout out to our top listening city of last week, which is Santa Paula, California. Yeah, what up, Santa Paula? What up? Yeah. Thanks for listening. It must be because the the Flex and Deb combo. They must be very excited for it. So <laughs> They better Dream be. Dream team coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. They All I want to know is who's, who's alleying and who's ooping. <laughs> <laughs> Deb, are you better passer or better dunker? I, obviously, I'm a better dunker. Look at me. <laughs> All I'll, I'll five foot of you. And <laughs> yeah. That's right. I'll drop Take the dimes, the baby. I'll drop the dimes. <laughs> <laughs> Flex the assist leader. It's going to be a great combo. Uh, all right. Things are hot over here. We're weird. Flex, what's the temp over there in Milwaukee? Check my handy dandy smartphone. It's a brisk 64, which means in my basement currently, it's probably about 54. So I know nobody can see out here. I got the beanie cap on. uh, Yeah. Hanging out under my blanket. It is currently a brisk 80 degrees right now at at 8 o'clock. Yeah. So you guys are getting a heat wave. Yeah. It was like 90 something earlier. So we're sweating our balls off, both man and lady balls. Mm -hmm. So uh, we're going to kick things off a little hydration over here. Nope, that is certainly that is certainly not the. What right are song. you doing? I wanted to feel pretty. <laughs> Grab your libations, pals. It's time for beer of the week. And if you're drinking well, you know that you're my friend, and I say I think I'll have myself a beer. So one of the best things about having people in studio with me is not only do I look like I'm not talking to myself for once. But also, we get to share the same beers, which is something I very much love to do. So, in that vein, Deb and I are drinking Radiant Beer Company's Secondary Motion. 
it's a hazy pale. 5.8%, 387 and untapped. They say come back for seconds of this fruit salad palooza. The art of hazy brewing is on display in this hazy pale ale brewed with citra and enigma. It's hard to believe we don't add fruit and candy to our hazies because they show such intense flavor notes reminiscent of gummy candies, melon, peach ring candy, juicy fruit, papaya, melon, and stone fruit. A lot of fruit. Enjoy this smooth nectar of a hazy that's perpetually quaffable and radiantly delicious. Why didn't they just call this thing fruit salad? Because <laughs> by the time they were done, that's that's basically what it sounded like. Um, we had Radiant on the show a few months back, and I've had a few of their offerings now. I talked about a few weeks ago stopping in for some uh, beer research on our way back from San Diego, and I am just loving what they are putting out. And this one is no different. We had this one on tap, and I was like, well, I need some four packs to go. Uh, so I thought today was the perfect day. The weather being, you know, dripping as it is mm-hmm. and not a rain kind of way. So hazy pale. I love it. I'm going to stick my nose in here. So the mouthfeel is like super velvety. Mm-hmm. I totally concur on that. It's very crushable, very smooth, soft mouthfeel and uh, goes down very easily. For sure. I must say they may have oversold the amount of fruit. That they had on the description. Um, I will say this: I agree with you on the fruit, mm-hmm. but the citra really comes through. Yes, get a lot of citrus. I do get like a little melon and maybe like a little bit of stone fruit. Uh, they listed about everything that's in the produce aisle, and I didn't quite get all of that. I don't get any of the gummy candies Mm-mm. and all that. I don't either. But uh, to that end, it's delicious and crushable. I think perfect for a hot day like today. Totally, I would drink it again. Mm-hmm. And again, and again, and again. Number nine. So, anyways, if you guys are in the SoCal region, make sure you stop by Radiant Brewing. They're down in Anaheim, not too far from Dis- Flex. They're by Disneyland. Come on out, bring the kids to Disneyland, Where drop you them off. Disney World, man. I it's complete no, opposite I said side of the land. I know, and we're Wrong going way. to Disney World. I tried to tell the wife we got to go go to land, hit up Greg and Resident and or Radiant. Don't say Resident. That one too. <laughs> all of them all of them don't, Whatever, yeah yeah don't limit yourself at just one there's so many good breweries out here you're gonna take up a residency at all of the local there breweries. we go god i would love to i'm really pulling for untapped you know to fly me out for uh you know the beer fest at petco in october that's right you know because they follow me i'm one of their 74 followers on on the gram so i'm thinking that it's got to be some kind of you know, just give me a yeah. ticket. I'll, I'll go. I mean, even if they just gave one ticket to everybody they follow, it's only seventy four tickets. Yeah it's, only, yeah, it's nothing. It's not a big deal. Yeah, I'll throw you know, I'll throw some you know tips out there to all the breweries, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> put on a little like seminar at the yeah. Untapped it's good. Festival. It's good for them. Yeah, how to work out while still making great beer. <laughs> oh no, I meant I'd actually give them tips, but uh, <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, no, I can give tips on working out too. That's cool. Just the tips. Just the tips. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, speaking of uh, Untapped and their festival coming up, our friend Erica from Necknosh, she, beyond uh, you know potentially being invited to a, a festival that's not, what did you say last week? Unfiltered? Unfiltered? <laughs> she is, uh, she's going to be on Good Day Sacramento Wednesday. So as this drops, there's a good chance we've missed it already, but I'm hoping she's going to post a clip. She's going to be on Good Day Sacramento, hanging out at a brewery and talking about Necknosh. So yeah, that's that's cool. huge, man. That's so awesome. Yeah, a little, little local news for Erica. So I hope she remembers us when she gets famous. Get it, girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We once did a um, podcast together, Erica. Just, just yeah. remember that. <laughs> Don't forget the good times. And we like the Goonies. 
Oh, that's right. You guys are both Goonie fans. Oh, she's from where they filmed. Oh, that's right. Wait, where is she from? Oregon. Astoria. Yes, Astoria. That's where that's where my family's from. Oh my gosh. Small. I world. wondered that because I I saw something on Instagram that she had commented about Goonies and I almost asked her, Oh, are you from Astoria? But I didn't and that's crazy. It's a small world. Maybe you guys are like cousins. I know, right? That'd be awesome. Well, we're both cool. That's true. You <laughs> are running the cool. family. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, check her out on Good Day or Good Morning Sacramento. Um, hopefully, she'll post some clips. I'll I'll bug her too because we want to see that. Um, you guys ever? Well, I know Deb does. Flex, do you ever enjoy a good wine from time to time? I I can't say that I do. I'm one of those uh-huh. people where if somebody's like, "Hey, would you like a glass of wine?" I go, "Oh yeah, sure." And then they ask me how it is, and I go, "Yeah, you know, it tastes like wine." Oh, you sound <laughs> like Scott. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want a glass of wine? Well, does it have alcohol in it? Well, come on. Scott's like that with anything. <laughs> True. Hey, Scott, how's that, uh, how's that IPA? Well, it's pretty IPA. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got hops. Yes. How's that stout going? <laughs> well, it's, it's, a, it's a stout. <laughs> You're not wrong. It is a stout. <laughs> Touche. Well, uh, Deb, you know, I know, is a fan of wine. Well, I've had a, I've a, I've had a blackberry wine before, and uh, mm. it could taste the blackberries in it. But this is starting to sound very Shit's Creek. I don't know. I just figured it was just kind of like, wine. oh, hey, it's a blackberry wine and it tastes like blackberries. Good job, winery. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, Mission accomplished. Totally nailed it. Other than yeah. that, reds are reds and whites are whites. Okay, fair enough. Well, Deb, I know, uh, used to work for a winery and mm-hmm. is, is well-versed in wine as she is in beer. Deb, would you say that getting wine drunk is different than other alcohols? Oh hell yeah! It's it's a completely different ball game. Yeah, I agree. Wine drunk, first of all, the hangover is very different from other alcohol. Okay, it's out horrible. Of, yeah, out of all the hangovers I've experienced in my life, the wine hangover is definitely the worst. Yeah. Do you, you ever do the beer pong instead of beer? You use the wine, like the box Ooh, wine. That sounds awful. I would oh, die. It makes for a horrible morning. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> horrible some- morning. I did some pretty fucked up pongs because we've ran out of beer. We've done margarita pong. Uh, we've done oh god, I think the worst was Jaeger pong. Um, Grey Goose. Oh, that sounds bad. Mm-mm. We we did. I forget what type of alcohol, but it was mixed with Dr Pepper. So it was like Dr Pepper and vodka pong. <laughs> we had maybe it wasn't Grey Goose. It was some kind of grape vodka, and then Oof. it was mixed oh. with it was mixed with grape soda. So it just tasted like you're drinking cups of Nyquil. Every it's time like scissor pong, yeah, one. yeah, it was, it was... scissor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. It was well, gnarly. Healthline has put out a, a study that apparently wine drunk is not different than other drunks, and I beg to differ. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Healthline. <laughs> <laughs> Where there's, are your qualifications? There's no <laughs> science behind that. Clearly not. I mean, I want to see the science. I want to be a part of the test. Well, that's I what I'm tell saying. You that's not true. <laughs> They need actual physical research, yes. Yeah, the three of us, we yes. go to Napa, we drink the wines, and then we see what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I they can, pay for I it. I can already tell you just horrible, horrible things will happen. It's just <laughs> going to feel horrible the next day. Why? I'm intrigued. Well, Greg, if I'm staying at your place, you better be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I have uh, umbrage to take with Healthline. I think that's bullshit because I think the easiest drunk slash hangover is beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I think, well, 
excluding like barrel age stuff, when you get to those huge barrel age beers and you get real drunk and hungover, I, I find that it's very akin to drinking hard alcohol or something. But um, beer is the easiest. Wine is among the hardest. Um, I think tequila is probably my my least favorite hangover. That's fair. Yeah. Vodka, worst hangover. Vodka, yeah. You know, I don't get hungover from vodka because it makes me throw up so quickly. I don't have the opportunity to get hungover. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Like vodka makes the room spin. And so huh. I just, I get so dizzy, I end up puking. I wonder why. I don't know. Um, Bad experience in college or? High school? College. Yeah, college. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely college. Um, it was it was my early drinking. I was all about it. And like, sure, I'd get drunk and bad things would happen. I'd throw up whatever from drinking too much. That happens. But uh, as I got a little bit older into my 20s, when I would drink it, and I'd, as I'd hit the, you know, buzzed into drunk zone, just it would start spinning. And if I tried to lay down, it would really start spinning. Oh, that's the and worst. And then I'd end up throwing up from being dizzy, not even from being drunk. I mean, obviously I was drunk, but. It's a twofer at that yeah. point. It was really a one-two punch. Dude, believe it or not, I work with a guy who purposely drinks to get the spins <laughs> because he thinks it's awesome. Oh. <laughs> Why? I, Why? I, I asked him over and over, and he just thinks the feeling is awesome. Does and he I'm also like, go to the parks and go on the merry-go-round thing? And- <laughs> well, he's a big fan of like spinny rides at amusement parks, so I get it. I would but imagine. I'm kind of like you where you get the spins, and it's not even the alcohol that makes me puke. It's just the feeling of the spinning. And then it just makes me dizzy enough that I vomit everything up. Yeah. It's bad. There's other fi- vices that do that to me. Make you puke? Yeah. But I won't. I mean, it's not legal in all 50 states. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it legal in California? <laughs> it is legal in California, but it's not oh. legal in all 50 states. So, But I don't do it because it makes me immediately have the spins and want to yak. No matter how little you do? No matter how little I do. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't do it. Interesting. Right? Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. I, I used to work with a girl who uh, would drink just the the smallest bit of alcohol. It could be a mixed drink, beer, it doesn't matter. One sip in, hammered. Wow. Just hammered. So, Cheap date. Yeah, yeah. She was great on her birthday. I'd buy her a drink and then I got to finish it. <laughs> <laughs> she'd, she'd take one drink and here you go. <laughs> Thanks. Let us know. <laughs> I wasn't going to do this, but hey, what makes you guys fucked up for giving the spins or... <laughs> What's an automatic puke machine for you? <laughs> I can't even lie. When I was younger, man, it was everything. My nickname with well, all my yeah. friends was uh, Pukey McPukerson. Because they know if, <laughs> Flex we, if, the if we were going out to a party somewhere or if we were going to go out to a bar, uh, it didn't matter what was going to happen. I was going to end up puking by the end of the night. Nice. That's some classy shit. Yeah. It was, it's, it's all I do is class. Yeah. I mean. I, I piss class. I wake up classy. <laughs> you know, it's just. It's who I am. If you piss class, does that mean like you're peeing into a urinal with ice cubes? I don't know. I just, you know, picture like somebody fanning me as I'm taking a piss. Maybe uh-huh. ice cubes grapes. in the I was urinal. The grapes yeah, definitely, the, yeah. definitely feeding me grapes, uh, scratching uh-huh, uh-huh. my back. Because who doesn't like a good back scratch? Oh, it's the best. I live for it. It's classy. Yeah. Big it's old classy. grizzly bear kind of just, you know. <laughs> you're a classy motherfucker. I try. Speaking of classy motherfuckers, let's make an early call to the pen here and see what you're sipping on. He calls to the bullpen for beer. All right, so today I am sipping on uh, Phase 3 Brewing's Nebulous Concepts. This is Mm. a hazy West Coast double IPA with Citra, Amarillo, and Simcoe hops. 
and it uh, weighs in at a 8.4% ABV. Uh, the untapped description, real simple. I pretty much just said it for you. Citra, <laughs> Amarillo, Simcoe, West Coast, Hazy IPA. Boom. Um, <laughs> Hooked so, on phonics worked for you. Absolutely. Love when they keep it simple. Um, mm-hmm. This beer is, I mean, I can't say enough good things about these guys. I really can't. Uh, I hate drinking bad beers, and I actually had to pour one out tonight prior to the show, and I was really excited to drink it. So oh, I'm, man. You know, unfortunate. But R.I.P. Happy happy to open this guy and drink it for you. So on the, on the old sniffer here. <laughs> I know everybody likes that. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Real A S M R action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real pithy citrus, uh, orange and lemon. Touch a touch of booze on the back end there, but nothing too heavy. And then when you dive on in, diving, diving. It was a good dive. Uh, that that <laughs> citrus uh, really comes through again. More so orangey, um, almost like orange peel. You get that bitterness. Uh, towards the end, it's not heavy on the bitterness, but it is lingering. Uh, it's a thin beer. The lacing is incredible. It is uh, some good lacing. Yeah, the, the color mean, is beautiful too. Yeah, and it's that that bright yellow, mm-hmm. almost pale bright yellow. I would consider it. Uh, but no, just what did you say the ABV beer. was on that one? Eight point four, and it does not drink like it at all. That's fantastic. Nice little uh, crusher that'll sneak up on you. Yeah, it has like a thin body, like a like a session IPA. I actually rated this one already on Untapped. It's a four seven five out of five for me. Uh, just top notch beer. Wow, that's top. A, that's notch. a high ranking. That is, yeah. That's I don't ever give anything that. High I'm of telling a you, I, I got two vacations lined up for this summer, and one of these vacations, I'm going to go to this brewery, and I'm just going to, I I don't know, just drink everything and express to them <laughs> how much their beer <laughs> means to me. It's it's just phenomenal. Nice. Well, that sounds delicious. You're a huge fan of Phase 3. I know you have them quite often. I am. They're my weekly pickup now. I'm mm-hmm. actually heading over to the my local spot tomorrow after work and hopefully getting their new uh, double IPA they released this past weekend at the brewery. And do they fit well in your equation of can art to price to ABV ratio? Wow, Greg, I'm really glad you brought that up <laughs> <laughs> because they do. Um, it's my favorite math. <laughs> I mean, ev- every double they pull out, uh, or bring out, drop out, it usually around like a 7.7 to 8.4 like this. Um, their can arch is gorgeous. I don't know if you guys can see this. Oh yeah. You know, that's I love just that their, color, that green. Yeah. The green, their logo on there real done. Nice. Like, uh, with the black accent with the white. And this was, uh, this beer was actually eight ninety nine a four pack. Okay. That's pretty good. That was it was insane. Two twenty five a beer. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. You know, but Can't all the like I said, all their other doubles, fourteen ninety nine, their triples fifteen ninety nine, you know, and it's just the taste is there. Phenomenal. My favorite. <laughs> I'm I'm glad they have the uh the flex execution math stamp of approval. <laughs> Flexlence. Flexlence are flexlent. <laughs> They show great flexilence, which that's gonna, sounds... That's going to be the new rating. Are you flexilence or not? <laughs> which really sounds like you have an issue with gas. Right. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's some really big flexilence tonight. <laughs> oh, dear. Very nice. Uh, all right. Let's, uh, let's, let's cover a couple of stories here. Old Timmy, the word of the week first. Uh, Gilly Goppus. Gilly Goppus is a tall, awkward fellow. 
That that gets me. That stumps me. Say it again. Gilligopus. Gilligopus. Two words, one word. Well, uh, two words. Okay. Gilly space gopus. See, and Greg knows how I like to try and dissect these to how they come to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking stumped. <laughs> yeah, there's there's no figure in this no, one. Wait, what if it's like so Gilly Gopus? What if it's like Gilly kind of sounds like silly? And you okay. said it awkward. So like maybe silly, awkward, gilly. Silly guy. Yeah. Gilly. Okay. I don't know where the guy. Go- I can't do anything for the goppets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flex uh, you're on your own, bud. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just picturing like two old guys sitting at a table in a bar and they're just three sheets to the wind. And this tall motherfucker walks in the door and one of the guys just goes, look at this fucking uh, gilly goppets motherfucker. <laughs> I and hope then, that's exactly how it happened. And then somebody who was sitting next to him was like, holy shit, dude, that guy's tall and awkward. He's a gilly compass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> these guys nailed it. <laughs> I think you nailed it. I mm-hmm. think that's exactly that how that it happened. Good. And a thousand percent, that bar was in Milwaukee, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Either that or Fond du Lac. <laughs> uh, you're, if somebody really, really tall did walk into a bar in Milwaukee, they're definitely going to get gawked at like what the fuck we're all like five seven five eight around here you guys must be this tall to well, opposite <laughs> of this tall to ride this ride must be this short to ride this ride shred always likes to give me shit for how short i am uh mm. even though i'm not that short you know <laughs> but he's right, you're at least five four yeah yeah at least <laughs> yeah you know solid five four and a half i'm five eight so i always tell him you know it must be cool being five nine and being able to call everyone who's shorter than you you know, short. <laughs> well, next time he gives you shit for being short, you let that little five nine pipsqueak know <laughs> that I'm six foot tall. And if That's he's right. got a problem with you, he's got a problem with me. Oh yeah! <laughs> Snip into a beefy, spicy slim jim. Sorry, too far. Nah, it's cool. If Poor anything, really, like, why did I come here tonight? <laughs> Oh, he's, I am. Uh, he's really just mad that he's forty, and I just want to put that out there. <laughs> oh. Ouch! Ouch! <laughs> oh, well, you heard it here first, everybody. Breaking, <laughs> breaking news. Love you, Shred. Uh, yeah, sounds like it too. <laughs> he knows I do. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some good news in the world of beer. You all remember the Black is Beautiful collaboration that started last year in June. Um, Marcus Baskerville from Weathertold Brewing. Of the over 1,200 breweries that participated in the Black is Beautiful, he reached out and asked them to report their uh, how much they were able to donate. Only about a third of the breweries have responded so far, but already at $2.2 million donated wow. from that program. That's some, that's some really great news. That is outstanding. And uh, be on the lookout. He's going to do a version two of the Black is Beautiful with a barrel-aged recipe. I can't wait. Yeah. So the first one was really good. I, I didn't have a bad one. I I did a I, I did a really good job. I worked really hard to find as many local ones as possible and order them. And there was not a bad one among the batch. I think we had three of them. Okay. And I agree with you. There wasn't a bad one. Honestly, they all were very very similar. It was harder mm-hmm. to tell the variants apart from each other. Like when they did the what was the Sierra Nevada one the that they did for the fire relief. Oh yes, resilience. Resilience. That was all the breweries that did it. It was so different. Yeah. Between every, it was drinking completely different beers. It really was. Even though they were from the same recipe. But the Black is Beautiful, 
I mean, I only had a sample size of three of them, but they were all virtually identical and delicious. Yeah, I think we had about, God, I want to say seven. I think we had seven of them. And one of them had coffee. I think that was Casa Agrias, who will come up here shortly. One of them had coffee in it, and that was really good. That was like Ooh. where you kind of differentiate, differentiate, obviously. But um, yeah, looking forward to the barrel-aged version of these. Um, a little bit more, a little bit more fallout from the whole rap magnet brand uh, situation where people were were coming out with their stories of horribleness in the craft beer industry. Brewdog, their employees are calling out the brewery for a culture of fear. They got a bunch. I mean, a lot of former employees to sign this letter that explained how horrible the situation was and how horrible the upper management was and how sexist it was and how awkward it was having to promote some of these really, really horribly named beers that they had. And I think it was a year ago, maybe a little over, they had one that was cheaper for women to buy than men. Do you remember this? Yeah, it was supposed to be like, see, we like women too. I'm trying to bridge the, the wage gap. What? So it was like it's kind of insulting. Yeah, so That's it was like seventy three cents to the dollar for women to buy. That's like, I mean, I get what in theory what they were maybe trying to accomplish, but like it was weird. It was fucking insulting. Yeah, it was insulting. It's just weird. And so then they had the issue of like people coming up and saying, "Well, I identify as as a woman to get the beer for the oh, cheaper and it's prize. these assholes that are clearly bubba's from wherever <laughs> and right. abusing the fucking system and but that it, but sucks. it put the tap room staff in like a really awkward place of like, what do we do? I I mean, they say they're a woman, so we have to give it to right. them for the and it just put them in a weird place and and the whole thing was was just doomed from the start and that was just one of the examples they give. I'm I'm not going to read the letter because it was quite lengthy, but I encourage everybody to go check it out. It's it's all over the gram and the webs right now. Um, so just another big brewery this time being called out on their shit. And I guess one thing I'd like, or one thing I like about what's happening is it didn't just fizzle off after a couple of days. Uh, it really has kept going. People are still um, keeping it alive and and still calling out people for being shitty people. Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean, I feel really lucky because I worked in beer. Mm-hmm. I'm since retired, but, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I worked for a few different local breweries doing like event pouring and such. And I also managed a local brewery and it, my experience was really good. I never, I, I never had anything, um, you know, that, that made me uncomfortable. I worked for a family owned business mm-hmm. um, and everybody that worked there was immediately part of the family. Yeah. And um, what comes with that is sometimes you don't see eye to eye when sure. you're a big happy family. You know, <laughs> nobody's a real big happy family right. that doesn't exist. Um, it's like Thanksgiving every week. But we could talk about things and and be respectful of one another. And I never felt like the men in that business treated me any differently. Yeah. Um. Damn, it was like to see how many people have had such a horrible experience. I it really made me look back and feel really happy that that was not my experience yeah. you know because it seems like more people have a terrible experience like that and that was not what happened for me so yeah. i feel i feel blessed i guess yeah it's true but there are a lot of really disgusting like truly disgusting stories right and uh it yeah i'm glad that it's still continuing <laughs> i'm not glad that there's enough stories to keep it continuing but i'm glad that uh people are still being called out and people are still coming forward and sharing their stories and i'm extra glad that it didn't in fact, you. Yeah. When you were working at a brewery, so. Yeah. Well, I think what it did, too, is it is it took a lot of people and it made them think 
like, you know, even me or, you know, Joe at McDonald's wondering like, hey, have I ever acted this way? Like, have I ever done something to maybe rub somebody the wrong way? And it's just, you know, it definitely got me thinking like, have I ever done anything that maybe might have been misconstrued? And uh, I, I just hope it got a lot of people thinking that way to just, you know, really focus on being, you know, the best human being that you can be day in and day out. Yeah. You know, I'm sure at the very least I've had some, <laughs> had a few ill-placed, that's what she said jokes, you know, at on the, at the very least. I'm, yeah. I'm sure I've said other things that yeah. at the time I didn't realize, you know, wasn't appropriate or wasn't well, great to say. And then you, th- you know, you think it's funny, A, and then B, mm-hmm. you know, you always feel you have a level of comfort where you are. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that kind of always gets people every now and then too. So, uh, you know, just, just something to think about. Yeah, no, that's a that's a great point, actually. So, anyways, Rude Dog, stop being assholes. There we go. Yes. Uh, all right. Nailed Deb it. and I have another beer to sample. She brought a beer over that I'm very excited to try. So I'm gonna hit a little music for us. Uh, let's get excited over here. We are rocking out over here. <laughs> <laughs> Deb has uh, kindly brought to us Casa Agria's Strawberry Frutaletta. Frutaletta. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Uh, 8% has a 381 and untapped. They say this paletta inspired beer was brewed with oats, wheat, lactose, strawberries, and marshmallows. Paletta, that's like I, uh, popsicles, right? Yes. Okay. So I'm not crazy on that. No. Okay, good. Wait. Yes? I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it is, but now... It sounds like a dessert of some sort. What are palettas? Yeah. Yeah, popsicle. Popsicle. Juice, okay. juice on a stick is yeah. what this says. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that could be very different, but... Yeah, it's like frozen fruit juice popsicles. Uh, anyways, so to this beer that I already read all about, uh, this to me, when I stick my nose in it, I smell strawberry... And I don't just smell the marshmallow. I smell like a toasted marshmallow. It's like that you put the marshmallow on the fire and it starts to warm up and get toasty. And it's not burnt yet. It hasn't caught on fire because kids can't toast marshmallows. They always burn them on fire. But uh, it's that toasty marshmallow and some strawberry. That's what yeah, I get. Yeah. I, I, like immediately the marshmallow, I think, is, is it, it just hits. Mm-hmm. And then you get the strawberry. Yeah. And then when I, when I sip into it, I definitely get the strawberry. I definitely get that marshmallow. The marshmallow is real big. I also, the oats give it almost this like Cheerio-like finish. Yes. <laughs> Which is so weird, but. I couldn't figure out what it was and you just said it, but that was, I was thinking there's something here. Um, It's interesting because this is almost like two beers in one. Kind of is. Yeah. Like, I feel like the marshmallow and the strawberry and the oats are, are almost separate from the sour aspect of it. Yes. Because they, they. You kind of get the souriness first, and then it finishes off the, like that Cheerio cereal quality. It's very interesting. It's straight up, it's like it's literally it's like a bowl of Cheerios with fresh strawberries in it. <laughs> it's and true. And you use a little vanilla creamer to, <laughs> instead of you're milk. out of milk, so you use your <laughs> vanilla coffee creamer. Uh, but it's really good, and it very much hides that eight percent. Yeah, this could mess you up. Yeah, because it's good on a hot day also. It's another good hot day beer. And that 8% is well hidden. So uh, I could definitely put down a couple of these and go, whoops, mm-hmm. here we are now with a nice little buzz. It smells so good. I like want to make a perfume out of it. 
like a <laughs> like a Bath and Body Works spray from 1997. <laughs> it makes strawberries good, and like, Cheerios. Yeah. Bath and Body Works top selling scent <laughs> of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> it make like a good hand soap or hand sanitizer fragrance for real. Yeah, be really good. Might make me thirsty every time I clean my hands. But. Or hungry. Yeah, or yeah, one or the other. So, but it's really good. Thank you for uh, for sharing. Yeah, of course. I got this at the uh, Ye Old Stagecoach Liquors in oh, Newbury Park. That place has always got some good stuff. Love that beer cave, especially on a hot day. Literally love that beer cave <laughs> on a hot day. It was so hot, and I walked in there today. I literally have um, a rash going on oh, right here because it was so hot. I have like heat rash, and uh, I walked in and I was like, "Man, I need to grab a beer and get to Greg's." And then I was like, do I do I really have to just do I have to rush or can I take my time? I could just cruise the just aisles hang here. Out. Yeah, that uh that walk-in fridge is the best on a hot day. Yeah. So good. Um, all right, what else we got going on? Uh in Oregon, sugar-based seltzers, so hard seltzers, are now officially and legally classified as malt beverages. So from a tax standpoint, they're beer. Last summer was the first time I ever had a White Claw. Mm-hmm. And it was a lime White Claw. And on the bottom of the can, it actually said it was lime-flavored beer. Did it really? It said yes. beer? But it was, on- it was only the lime variety. There was like a raspberry or some kind of berry one. And then there was like a... A pineapple nobody wanted to drink. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it was some kind of tropical flavor. It might have been I think there was an Axe body spray flavor, too. <laughs> but... uh the, all the other ones said it was like a alcoholic seltzer, and it was mm. only the lime variant that said it was like a lime flavored beer. How weird! Um, it so was the only different ingredients. Yeah, and I, I think they changed the can since then. But you know, I mean, it kind of makes sense mm. to me. I just avoid them at all costs. Yeah, so. Deb, I know you enjoy yourself some hard seltzers. I do. Okay, so I did a lot when the seltzer craze started. Okay, I liked them a lot. Um, the ones that I really liked were craft at the time, but then now they're not. Oh, yeah. And then I went on to find another one and that I liked, and then that became also not craft. <laughs> <laughs> like that keeps happening to me. Yeah. And um I don't know, I have some of those truly iced teas. Truly still craft. I have that's the like the only one. Yeah. I mean, not the only one, but the only and the like Kirkland commercially brand is technically craft too. Yeah, so I have some in the fridge right now, and like nobody is drinking. Oh, them. like I've offered them to guests in our home, and nobody wants them. And I started to wonder: is the seltzer thing fizzling out? It could but I'm be. Sh- <laughs> uh, my thing with the seltzers is the idea of them when they came out was that it was a zero calorie alcoholic beverage, right? So if you're looking to save on those calories, uh, or you're just looking for something a little more refreshing, you grab your alcoholic seltzer. Mm -hmm. Well, now these breweries are starting to come out with just like the over-fruited sours. Mm -hmm. They're doing fruited seltzers, and they look and taste the exact same as the goddamn sours, (laughs) but they're just labeling it as the seltzer, but now it's like... 300 calories per seltzer and i just don't understand it yeah i liked them enough to where like i'd I'd have them between beers because there was no carbs you know i'm on a low carb diet no you're not i'm just kidding i'm just kidding (laughs) only only carbs i consume are beer and uh so it was nice to have in between beers to keep the buzz going but not to you know overload on carbs 
Um, but I, I dislike that they are classified as beer. I don't, I don't think they should be classified Mm-mm. as beer. It's something very different. That ain't beer. Mm-mm. What else? Central Waters Brewing, Flex. Hey, you a fan of Central Waters Brewing? Yeah, dude. They brew some damn good stuff around here. Okay, good. They are going to take over the former Pabst Pilot House there in the great lands of Milwaukee. Yeah, I was uh, reading a little bit about this. Um, so the building they actually bought is super historic. It's a state landmark or national mm. landmark. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're really hoping to open it up sooner than later, but because they have to get everything um, approved with what they want to do to it because it's so historic mm-hmm. um, that they said the uh, opening day for the tap room is going to be very loose because they don't know how fast the approvals will go through with everything they have to do. I see. I saw they were hoping for a late summer, early fall opening. Yeah, so we're, I mean, obviously we're hoping for the sooner the better, but right. doing something like that, that, that could take some time. That sounds like it'll be really cool, though, when they're done with it. Oh, yeah, yeah the building's gorgeous. Yeah, I saw a shot of the outside. It looks really cool. Um, Yingling will be officially available across Texas on August 23rd. Go Texans. I love me some Yingling. Okay, I think we talked about it the last time you were we on did. the show. We did. I love it. Nobody it's just... still knows if it's craft or not. It is craft. <laughs> so... Did you look it up? Um, so this was a big talk this past weekend because we were discussing, me and some friends were discussing that, uh, Yingling was going to Texas and Mm -hmm. some folks in Texas were super, super excited about it. And we couldn't determine if it was the oldest brewery in the nation or if it was the oldest craft brewery in the nation. And sure enough, it is the oldest craft brewery in the nation. But is it still classified as craft? Everything we found out, it's still considered as craft beer. See, same thing. I can't find anything that says otherwise, but also they merged with Miller Coors. So how does that work? It's Molson Coors or most. So get your squeeze me. Get your shit (laughs) straight. Yeah, what's wrong with me? Jeez. Turn the show over to Flex. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Be over here in the corner. Don't do that. It'd be like a Wayne and Garth thing. (laughs) I'm having fun. (laughs) Not. <laughs> oh, it'd be so good. Got the Garth glasses on tonight too. You do. You're looking uh, <laughs> very swing over there. Uh, we'll we'll end it on this one. A naked Pennsylvania woman allegedly entered her neighbor's home and stole beer. A woman is facing a whole slew of charges after Pennsylvania state troopers say she entered a neighbor's house without permission. Did we also mention she was naked at the time? The incident happened on April 7th when authorities were called over uh, reports of a woman sitting on her neighbor's porch while knocking back a bottle of Corona Extra. He's got some shitty beer in his fridge. Very shitty. Yeah, she apparently was wearing nothing but a blanket that was draped over her. When the Brockport, Pennsylvania woman noticed state police approaching, she quickly got up and went back into her own house in an attempt to elude authorities. She didn't get very far, though, for troopers said they could just simply look into her house and see her sitting right there in front of them. Police say the new suspect put up a fight when being handcuffed, but was taken to an area hospital to be evaluated. According to her neighbor, the bizarre night kicked off when the woman entered his house through the basement and then went upstairs and helped herself to some brew out of his fridge. According to a complaint filed by the neighbor, his son and his friends were home at the time of the uninvited visit. The teen son said he was able to convince the intruder to leave. 
That is when the naked woman left for the front porch, drank a beer, placed the old bottle in a flower pot, and then smashed another flower pot that was on the porch. Troopers say hospital officials found a number of drugs in her system at the time. Not a huge surprise there. No, and if some naked woman snuck in my house for some Corona Extra, I just wonder why I had Corona Extra in my fridge. I was going to say, right, right. and I just tell the, her the biggest offense there is the Corona. Take it all and go home. Yeah, do me the favor of getting the Corona out of my house. <laughs> Uncle Jeff left it when he came over. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it gone. Yeah, fucking Uncle Jeff. <laughs> Asshole didn't even bring any limes. Right. If only we knew somebody who did naked things while drunk. Oh, oh, we know a guy who does things sans clothes. That is right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we do. Sans clothes. I should figure out what episode that was on. It was, I think you guys were at Fruling's Fest. That was from Fruling's Fest. We, we played a couple of drunk stories. That was probably the best. And uh, I'll have to go back. That was a couple of years old. But uh, yeah, we both know a guy who likes to party sans clothes. Mm-hmm. For sure. I, I had a friend like that. He was like that for about a year. Just a year? Yeah, just about a year. He would get to a point where he just, he got to the point where he was drunk enough and he would just strip off butt naked and start chasing people around the beer pong tables, around people's houses, and it was just really, really awkward. I would imagine that was pretty awkward. I'm glad he grew out of that phase in his life. Yeah, it is funny to be like a year, like, I had this really crazy year in my life where every time I got drunk, I got naked. Like, well, right? why did well, you stop? I don't know. I just stopped. I looked at the calendar. It had been 12 months. <laughs> and you know, it's well, re- it's January now. It is a really strange thing because it really just happened for about a year. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> New Year's resolution. Uh, well, very good. I think that's that's everything for tonight. We'll hit a little music o- over here. We will say hello to Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. Uh, Deb, thanks for hanging out with us tonight. Anytime, my dudes. Yeah, appreciate the beer. It's always nice being able to share beer with real people. It is. Flex, gas up that G6 and get out here. Get your ass out here. I'm on my way. So fly like a G6. Uh, find us at theunfilteredgentleman.com and the unfiltered gentleman across the socials. Find Deb at one hop, H O P, mess. All one word, one hop, mess. And Flex on the gram at Flex Mew Beer with underscores in between. You can drunk dial us, 805-538-BEER. It's a great time. And uh, hope you all are staying very well hydrated out there. So on that note, good night, everybody. 